If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I am Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. Brittany Griner is finally home after 10 months of captivity in a Russian prison. This should be a cause for a celebration, but the news of her release has led some to question whether she should have been released at all. So was Brittany Griner's prisoner swap a fair trade? Let's get down to business. The business of being black today is Brittany Griner's release. Please welcome entrepreneur and conservative community leader, Tiffany Ditlevson. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Tammy. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Thank you for being here. Sports, television, and radio host and former NFL player, George Reister. Hi, George. Hey, Tammy. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. The host and executive producer of Chalk Talk, Kim Y. Davis is back with us. Hi, Kim. Hey, Tammy. Good to be back with you. And radio personality, King. What's going on, King? How you doing, Tammy? Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Well, the question always begs as to why should Black people even care about the topics that we have on the business of being Black? So I'll start with you, King. Why should Black people care about Brittany Griner's trade being fair or not? Well, honestly, Tammy, I believe that Black people should care because... We made it our business to get her released, getting on Biden to make sure that she was released. But on top of that, Black people should care about the trade in general because it's about America and we all are Americans. Kim, why should Black people care about this prisoner swap for Brittany Griner? We should care because she's a Black woman, you know, and, and I would hope that if I'm someplace that they would come for me. So I think we should care. She's American, she's a Black woman, and... Simply enough, that's enough reason to care that, that she um, came home. Yeah. Tiffany, why should Black people care? Well, there's a lot that's gone into this trade. I think at, at the most basic level, we need to care because so many Americans, brown Americans, black Americans travel internationally. And just knowing that our country um, will exchange uh, criminals for Americans, that's putting a bounty on the heads of Americans. It's one thing to travel outside of the United States, but once you're outside of the United States, your rights and privileges are very different. And this type of exchange, which was very lopsided and rushed, it puts a bounty on the heads of Americans. And it makes us a pawn. It truly makes us a pawn where we can be uh, average Americans, even celebrities like you, Tammy, we can become just these targets for other governments, international governments to, to grab and to hold and to exchange for whatever they want to get from the United States. So there are actually much bigger implications here than just simply releasing uh, an athlete. George, how do you feel? Oh, why should black people care? Black people should care because this could be you, that you could be a political prisoner and you want to know 
that America is going to come back and get you. And after all of the atrocities that have happened to black people for hundreds of years in this country, for them to actually care to get you back, that's why it should matter to black people. Mm. Now, I believe, Tiffany, it, it, it was you who said, listen, uh, we can't have an America that swaps prisoners out for our citizens. Right. Like then our citizens become a target. Did I get that right? Sure. So when you look at the magnitude of this exchange, we have Victor Bout, who is a known uh, enemy of the United States, an international arms dealer who worked in various countries using different LLCs, doing different companies, smuggling money, uh, laundering. Yeah, money. I understand that. I want to get to the um, the crest of it, though. Did you say that um, that we shouldn't exchange citizens for prisoners because then our citizens become a target when we go over overseas 100 is that accurate yeah and so to to that i i would like to ask and i'm going to ask king um that it, there is some truth to that do americans become a target and at the same time haven't we always swapped this is nothing new it's just that Finally, it's about a black person and a black person that other black people care about enough to form some type of uh, organization that forces the president to release this prisoner. This is something that happens all the time, isn't it, King? Yes, it is actually something that happens all the time, Tammy. But what I have to say about that is, is my issue is not the swap, because like you said, it does happen all the time. My issue is on the stance of, what happened in the process of the swap. I do agree with uh, Tiffany when she said it was a rush process. I do believe that um, it wasn't a fair swap due to the fact that she was a celebrity. Um, let's take away the black, let's take away the minority qualities as far as the LGBT, as, uh, the black community. This is a big national risk that we have done. And I think that that's where the issue lies, not in the, the retrospect of even having a swap by itself, but just the fact of what the reason of the swap was. We had no say as America of who we were going to swap. Russia said this is what was going to happen. And either you take it or you leave it. Well, first thing is, is that I think that we need to establish that this wasn't a trade. This was ransom. Not like she was held for ransom. She was a political prisoner. She um, when you look at what has happened in Russia for what she did, that's not typically what happens because marijuana offenses in Russia Anything less than six grams has a maximum punishment of 15 days imprisonment. And then in 2019, uh, Audrey Lorber was there. She went there with 19 times, well, with 19 grams as 27 times the amount that Brittany Griner had. And she was freed after one month detention and a $235 fine. So this was ransom. And then people get to talking about, oh, this swap wasn't fair. And then when it comes to President Trump and all of that, he traded 5,000 Talib Taliban uh, and ISIS fighters uh, and 400 of them have been convicted and deemed by Afghanistan as killing Afghans and threats to their country. And we released them. So this is something that America has done time and time again. But now it's getting so much publicity because now it's a black woman in the situation. Kim? 
Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think the thing that is probably alarmed people is that she's a black woman and they don't usually come for us, right? We are usually at the bottom of the barrel. You're right, Tammy, this has happened before. Um, this is ransom. Does anybody know how Trevor Reed got home? I mean, do we know people who've been swapped or traded for, not traded, but the ransom has been paid in the past? I'm just, I've been really surprised at kind of the outrage that people have had because I haven't heard this kind of conversation or had seen people with this kind of energy when previous Americans were released. Well, She's American. She was released. What she did, what she was caught with was like worth a, worthy of a traffic ticket. And she was a political prisoner. I'm glad they came for her, went for her. And I, I, I don't understand all the outrage. Tiffany, was she a political prisoner? So what my thing is that when you travel outside the United States, your rights and privileges are very, very different. You don't have the same rights and privileges as you had in the United States. Being black people, we know that the rules apply to us much, much differently. And I'm sure everybody on here, your mother, or your grandmother has said, don't do anything that's going to embarrass me while we're here. Don't make me take you into the bathroom. Unfortunately, Brittany had some stuff in her suitcase where she may or may not have known was there that put her in a really bad situation. And it made it such that the laws in Russia were imposed upon her. We can all differ on if it was fair or not. But when you put yourself in a situation where you knowingly break a law or people have to uh, make you a victim of their laws, which are very, very different than what than what we have in the United States. It's, you've put yourself in that situation. And so that's the thing that's missing in a lot of this is that personal accountability. You know, uh, she may not have, she may have had the, the, the vape device with a little bit of oil in it. At the end of the day, it's illegal. You're traveling to Russia as a guest to play basketball. I, I'm an Air Force veteran. I did two tours overseas. I did a year in Portugal and I did six months in Tent City after 9-11. And let me tell you, when I was in Oman, I was in the Middle East. Um, it was my job to do my job and to make sure that I never put my country, my president or my chain of command in a situation where they had to bargain for me, where they had to pay a ransom. I never wanted Al Sharpton, uh, Nancy Grace or anyone like that to have to advocate for my release because I take full responsibility for my actions. And that's there is, Tiffany, there is definitely a difference between a soldier and a citizen and yeah. soldiers make that known all of the time. That's you, number one. And number two, what about what George said? Uh, they've they've had people who've had marijuana possession in Russia and the most one woman got was 15 days was a month. I cannot speak to the uh, how laws are applied, but you know when we're brown people, you know if we get traffic tickets, whatever, whenever the law has the opportunity to come down on us, it's not always fair. So how about not putting yourself in those situations? Well, I think that this was. And I say, I want to say, I want to say, I respond before it gets too far off of what Kim Davis said earlier. She stated something about we didn't know about Trevor Reese trade, and we didn't know about all these other things. You see, I. I, I believe we only knew about her trade, Britney's trade, because not because she was black, but because she was a celebrity, right? She had a national coverage on this, right? She has celebrity backing. That's why we all know about this well, and we're talking about this now. Well, there are yeah, 60, yes, on some oh, level. Hold on, there, hold on. There are 60, over 60 wrongfully detained Americans 
all nationalities over, but we're not talking about none of them. And right? that and that's the about, exact hold on, point, sir, King. Hold on, King, we're King. The, that's the exact point. Hold that thought, George. I'm going to let him get his thought in. Because here's a celebrity. And and the only reason why Britney is even out today, don't get me wrong, I'm so happy that she's out. I don't think she should have gotten the nine years that she got. She should she's been she should have been released a long time ago, granted, right? And I'm so happy she's home with her family. You know, being a part of the LGBT community, being a part of the black community, I understand and I relate. Being in her shoes, I would not want to be there. But politically, going into this, that was a wrong decision because we have other detainees that need to be home. We have other detainees that don't have the coverage and the backing that she has. And I need to go to a commercial break. We'll be right back, George. I'm coming to you when we get back. All right. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack. And the Business of Being Black today is Brittany Griner. Was her prisoner swap a fair trade for America? George, you had a lot to say about King's response. Go ahead. Well, I, I do agree with 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 King in that there are 60 other politically held Americans around the country and that we need to effort them them home as well. But my problem with the entire coverage of this and people's response has been they haven't been keeping that same energy. Like, where were you? Because they've been stomping on the tables. Oh, bring Paul Whelan home. And yes, Paul Whelan should be able to come come home. But Paul Whelan's family, his twin brother, Dave. David tweeted out and put out a statement and was like, good job, President Biden, making a trade that could happen as opposed to waiting for one that was not going to be able to, to happen. And I think that some of this goes back to the Colin Kaepernick national anthem stuff where where people look at Brittany Griner and they're like, she hates America. But the reality is, is that is that if if uh, if the, if Paul Whelan had a daughter who was over there and held captive, Americans would, would want a former Marines kid brought home, right? Before Brittany Griner. But how about if Brittany Griner's dad would serve two terms in Vietnam, was the 30 years as a police officer, aren't those the people that we want to protect our servicemen and women? Because I've been to 22 military bases around the world speaking to our servicemen and women. And I understand their sacrifice. And yes, when they're held, when their family is held, those are the people that we need to prioritize at the top of the list. And like I said, this was not a swap. This was not a trade. This was ransom. She was held for ransom because of the timing and what was going on in Ukraine as well, because she's played multiple seasons in Russia. So like, think about how politically motivated that this is because owners of sports teams are very wealthy and politically connected people. If the people who owned her team, which are Russian, could not get her out of jail or help her at all, that further just puts up the point that she was being politically held. When now, let me go, get you in. Go ahead. 
So listen, it, she was a political prisoner. It, it's to me, it's as simple and as clear as that. And it's not a they brought home Brittany and they didn't bring home Paul Whelan. I think we have to remember that that wasn't an option. The option was, OK, we'll do this deal and you can get Brittany or nobody gets to come. So the Biden administration made the decision, well, we're going to bring Brittany home, which is why Paul Whelan's family has said, listen, we don't want you to forget about our guy, our, our son, our brother. We don't want you to forget about him. But, you know, we understand. And I'm glad that you got Brittany home. It wasn't an either or. So it is a process. She was a political prisoner. I believe that because she has been to Russia before, they know how she moves. They know what she carries and what she does. I don't think any of it was by coincidence. And go back to what she did and what that would have really amounted to um, in terms of a penalty is almost like a traffic ticket. So we can't compare them not bringing home Paul Whelan. That was not an option at this time. It's not just comparing Paul Whelan. It's comparing over 60 over 60 wrongfully detained. So it's making that? sure that, and the trade, we're not upset about the trade. Again, I even I think Tiffany would even agree. We're happy that Britney's home. We want Britney to be home. The, that, that's not the argument about the, the, the argument is the trade with about with Victor Boot, right? We're, we we as a black community, right? Even the gay community, we're only here talking about oh, we bring home our black sister, we're bringing home our black LGBT. It's not. It, we have to go deeper, and that's what it is. They distract us. The media distracts us with this black and white stuff, thinking that it's just that and is that that surface level compared to what it is. Do you know that Victor Boot is now and poli has political power in Russia? You have to see yeah, the yeah, bigger picture. That was only Listen. days after his release. You have to figure out why did Russia only allow Britney for Victor? It's the bigger picture. You're not looking at the bigger picture. Now, You're stopping I at her being a black woman I and not you. thinking the bigger picture. Do you know that Russia is running out of weapons? because they don't have connections around the uh Let the me let, world, you, uh, let, like let, me let Kim respond. Kim, Kim, did you want to respond? Yeah, I, I want to say this. I, I'm not arguing that, you know, Victor's Boots not a bad guy, right? <laughs> He's going to be out in a few years. There's no question about that. Um, th these are never easy decisions, right? So it's a ransom, you know? I think we have to remember, like, it was a ransom. The, the U.S. didn't really have very much leverage, right? There's a war in Ukraine. We don't have a great relationship with Russia or Putin. So it wasn't going to be something that was super advantageous. It's bring her home, you know, and I don't know that in any of these cases, when we don't have a lot of leverage, you have a lot of options as what you can do. When Trevor Reed came home, do you remember, King, what, how he got home? Uh, Just yes, go ahead and I tell do. us, Kim. Uh, but regardless. But I don't, it, we don't talk about it because it doesn't about matter. We want the people to come the, home, the, and that's the principle the key. of the aspect of everything. And uh, what I I'm saying is, it, it, it's not about. I understand and I agree, right? I agree with the the, the standpoint of bringing her home under 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 any circumstances, right? Making sure that we bring our American home. I understand that, and I'm not arguing that point. I'm arguing the point to what degree are we going to allow? When did we choose the one for the many? Because now we're on a national risk, right? Now, what happens six months later? You yeah. keep saying, everyone keeps saying, oh, he's going to be out in a few years. But we're not talking about a few years. We're talking about now. Russia's okay. in war now. Okay. So, I, Tiffany, I, I, I want to get you in here, now. Tiffany, because, uh, you know, you kind of celebrated a little when King brought up the fact that now Victor Boot has political power in Russia. So what does that mean? Talk to us. So um, 
as soon as, so I was on a show on Friday, as soon as Victor Boot was released, uh, he went on the air. He's talking about how horrible the conditions were at the facility in Illinois, how he had burnt hamburgers every day. And he's back at it. He's talking to the Kremlin. He's helping them move arms. Like, uh, like King said, I mean, if Russia's running out of weapons as they're fighting the war in Ukraine, who else do you want on your side, but other than an international arms dealer? And to King's point, this is a bigger deal. It's not, yay, an athlete came home in time for Christmas. We're talking about international security. We're talking about America as a player on an international stage, how we're contributing to the further decline of, um, of us as of a political stronghold, how we're helping Russia uh, get arms to fight an illegal war against the Ukraine, how we are, it's great that we brought somebody home, but it, it's, it's really a weak move. This deal, this exchange was lopsided. It was very, very lopsided. We traded the merchant of death for an athlete. We gave okay, them Kim. somebody who has a history of moving weapons, selling weapons to our enemies, enemies who are sworn to killing Americans. And do you know who those Americans are that they want to kill? It's us. It's us. We are the people that people hate so much and they don't care if we're killed indiscriminately. So we're helping to further the war against American citizens by putting. When you say us, do you mean us as in Americans or us as in black Americans? us as an American. So this is the thing. Once you travel outside the United States, nobody cares if you're black, white, or purple. You're an American. That's not true. I've been been a lot of places around this world, and that is false. We're in Paris getting on the train. There's two lines to get on the train. It's EU citizens and everybody else. Once you're outside the United States, you're an American. And that's one of the issues with people who haven't traveled and lived internationally. Everybody else in the world sees us as Americans. We're we're fat. We're loud. Uh, we wear horrible clothes. I mean, okay. that's you. You go t- ahead, George. T- Let t- me t- let George. You, you are t- right. You are right on some level that you are seen as an American, but you are also seen as a black American as well. Because when I've been to Sarajevo and other places, kids a little looking at me because they've never seen a black person like in person. So there are times that I've had different experiences overseas. So it's accurate to a, a, a point. But the but the thing that I want to point out is that the secretary of state made this statement. He said, we acknowledge that the release of these prisoners is unpopular, but the difficult action will lead to an important result. And do you know who that was? That was a secretary of state under Trump when they released 5000 Taliban and ISIS soldiers. So at, when, this is commonplace. I understand where it is frustrating when you when, when you see what the bounty was paid. But this is what we typically do as Americans. But the, the, the part that troubles me is that why do we we when we, when we it is our people. system, we right. as in black people. Yes, right. we as in black people. Okay. When it is an issue re- regarding us, we want to stamp on the, our feet and find a way to defend or 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 blame or be critical of something positive that happened for a black woman. But then on the on the other side, when five thousand Taliban of uh, and ISIS soldiers, four of them who were convicted, get get released, we don't have that same That's not energy. What's going on. That's, That's the, the issue. We don't That's have that same energy I'm gonna about our national security or next. anything else. I've got to go to break. We'll be right back. 
Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack, and the Business of Being Black today is Brittany Griner's release. Was it a fair trade? Please welcome entrepreneur and conservative community leader Tiffany Ditlevson, and also sports television and radio host and former NFL player George Reister, the host and executive producer of Chalk Talk, Kim Y. Davis, and radio personality King. King, dive in. What I'm not going to do is allow people to continue to demonize us for having an opinion on what's going on. What we're not, what we're not doing, Tiffany and I, is canceling or, or, or putting a negative light on Brittany Taylor herself, right? We're not saying that she should have stayed. We're not saying that, you know, we shouldn't stand next to our Black, because I'm sure we were a part of that Black community advocating to bring her home. Right. That yeah. we wanted that. We didn't think it was going to be under these conditions. That's the issue. Right. The conditions under what she was coming home with. Again, let's take away the color of our skin and think of the political aspect or the political risk that we done put ourselves into. Now, think about it. I'm, what my mind goes to is one. He is now in the political party. Right. Which is a, a ultranationalist, which is they go by any means to get their point across. Um, um, dictatorship, uh, violence, all of, whatever the case would be. That's what he's a part of now. Also, also with Russia being limited on weapons and not having many relationships, yes, he was going to get released five years later, but right now they are in a crisis, right? So right now they don't have relationships. In order for you to be the, the most notorious arms dealer at his time, at the prime, you have to have relationships. Not only did, does he have relationships, he was a master, a master, uh, uh, the master artist of Let language. me ask like you this, knew- King. Let, let, me, let me ask you this. Go ahead. You, I oftentimes think that citizens aren't privy to a lot of information that our political leaders are privy to. So in this instance, do we have any trust in President Joe Biden that perhaps he did the right thing because he has information that maybe we don't? That's definitely possible, but I do believe that he was adamant at this release because we was on his neck. I do believe that. I believe that he thought that this would have been a popular um, a popular thing to do. And he knows that he was getting a lot of backlash for his, you know, his point in office uh, thus far. So go ahead, Tiffany. I agree 100 percent. Christmas is a time of year where uh, sentences are commuted. Uh, people come home. That's what presidents do in December, regardless of the party. This is the time of year when people come home because we all want everybody to have that traditional Christmas where they're home with friends and family. But to King's point, what I go back to is the overall underlying fairness of the trade. My daughter is a college senior at IU Bloomington, a very liberal school. And she came home for Christmas break and she says, mom, I can't really believe President 
Biden exchanged Brittany Griner for the merchant of death. And I'm like, well, what do you mean, Michaela? And she said, this guy, you know, sold weapons around the world, helping to kill Americans indiscriminately. And we exchanged an athlete for him and not talking about any other communities that she represents, how it's just an unfair trade. She's like, mom, Paul, Paul Whelan has been in Russia for four years. He's been there so much longer. Why would we exchange for somebody who's only been there for 10 months? That in, in my daughter, a post-millennial in her mind, that was just simply unfair that we would even say, hey, you've been here 10 months. You've been here four years, four years. I want you to hold. You just you just step to the back. We're well, going it, to it's different. Let me say this. Politics and no, war is unfair. What I'm saying is that young people understand that it's unfair, one, in terms of the magnitude of their crimes. And Paul Whelan was arrested and convicted under the suspicion of stealing. So I'm sorry, the suspicion espionage. of espionage. And, and, and Tiffany, you are people know what suspicious means. Let me get Kim in here. Go ahead, Kim. So let me let me say a couple of things for those of us like you who travel around the world and live other places. Right. Um, I consider myself to be a pretty good American. I don't even have any traffic tickets. When I travel, I don't think about I've got to make sure that I don't, you know, dishonor my president. But, but let me also say this. It's not Brittany versus Paul. That wasn't an option. And when you are negotiating, you got to deal with the hands that you're dealt. There's, there wasn't a lot of leverage. And I, I think when we have this conversation about Paul Whelan, Whelan is still there, it's unfair. It's, we're acting as though President Biden selected Brittany and left Paul on purpose. That he yeah, had that is not what happened, well, Kim. That's Brittany not what happened. The president didn't select Brittany right. over Paul. And I think that's pretty clear and factual. So, Tiffany, no, no, what's no, no. your hold thought on, on, on that? Hold on, hold on. Like, 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 I, I, I have the answer for you, Tiffany. Just because you're negotiating doesn't mean you have to say yes. Tiffany, I have the answer for you. So walk away if it's not a fair trade. So I, I had this I had this same conversation with that that Tiffany that you had with your daughter had the same conversation with my 16 year old son because because he he asked me about it. And and the, the the issue is, is that we have traded the United States and Russia have traded eight different uh, since 1986, eight different times. We have traded spy for spy. And Paul Whelan is held on espionage charges. And that is that raises the bar completely differently. The old, so we would essentially have to trade a Russian spy to get Paul Whelan back. So the so the apples for for apples thing is not it, it, it's an apples and 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 donuts. There it's not the same comparison. And even Paul Whelan's family said that a deal could not be made for for their brother. That, that, that's what his brother David Whelan said. And I and I think that we have to point to that some of the backlash about this, because I will agree, was the trade fair? Absolutely not. The trade, the trade was not fair. It was ransom. And when we look at what America has done so many times, time and time again, this is our standard issue practice. Same thing with, with releasing soldiers, uh, Taliban soldiers and all of that. And yes, it is unfortunate, but this is the way of the world. And this is what has been done. And I think it is very important for us to realize that some of the pushback about this, not from necessarily our community, but other communities has been about the fact that they believe that Brittany Griner hates America. 
or that some other people hate America because it's about the great they're point, upset George. about the wanna, flag and all of that. I, I, great point, George. And I want to talk about Brittany Griner here specifically. Um, I've heard uh, during this panel that she's just an athlete. She's just an athlete. And we traded an athlete for a murderer, uh, an arms dealer. But is Brittany Griner just an athlete or is she more than that, King? No, of course she's more than that. She, 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 she's definitely more than that. She's an American Olympian. You know, she's a, a, a hero for us, right? And again, this is why I don't want to argue the fact of her being home. I'm 100% happy that she's home. I'm just not happy under these circumstances of what it is. I believe that there's a bigger political uh, agenda under this. You have to ask yourself, we keep saying she was the only option. She was the only option we have. You have to ask yourself, why? Why was that? The well, George only- said, George gave us the answer to why, because she was ransom and not a trade. No, but that's not the answer to why. Why on Putin's part? Why was why was Victor only allowed to be trade? I mean, well, well, Brittany was only allowed to be trade with, 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 why couldn't we get a Paul Wheeling? Why so let me get, ask you this, King, if, Wheeling, if the trade the were, 60, let me ask you this, King, if the trade were everyone, you mentioned 60 other people who are held hostage in Russia. If the trade was everyone other than Paul Whelan, everyone in exchange for Victor, would that suit you best? Yes. Yes, because it's, it's, I, I, I believe in the mass versus the one, right? I believe in getting our Americans home, right? I want us to get our Americans home. But to make a deal that not only is getting only one American home, but causing risk on the rest of America, I, I, I just, that just blows my mind how no one Tim, sees the risk do you believe that Brittany Griner is more than just an athlete? Absolutely. I think she is... First of all, she's an American citizen. I mean, she's a black woman, but she's an American citizen. I mean, this athlete thing, I think is bigger to us. I mean, we, we put that on. She is an athlete. I, I really, maybe I'm in the minority on this panel. I don't believe that that's the reason that Biden fought to get her home. What I believe, Tammy, to answer something you said earlier, are negotiations and things happening that are not happening publicly that we don't know what, what all is involved. I absolutely believe that. And I, I absolutely that. believe we got to go to commercial. We'll be back. Okay. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. And the business of being black today is Brittany Griner's release. Was it a fair trade for America? Hmm. Uh, Kim, I want you to finish. We were talking about Brittany Griner being just an athlete. And you say, no, she's not just that. She's not just an athlete. I think she obviously she's a black woman. Um, she's an American citizen. And we should always want Americans to be able to come home. Right. But you asked something earlier about could things be happening behind the scenes that we don't know? And I say absolutely. And we don't need to know everything. You can't negotiate at 
you can't do the best at negotiating when it's all public. So I believe a lot was happening from the very beginning, which is why it took a few days before publicly we knew here in America that she was held. I just think we need to understand it's not apples and oranges. It's not. Not only that, I do believe at some point uh, Russia had said, listen, we're not going to negotiate publicly. We're going to do this privately. And if, you know, America keeps letting out these details, we can forget it altogether. Um, George, you are an athlete. So I want to know what are your thoughts in terms of uh, people saying we let out an arms dealer for an athlete? Well, I mean, I think it goes back to the we want our athletes to shut up and dribble. And and for and for me, I have always said that I don't want our athletes to shut up and dribble, but I do still want them to dribble because it keeps your it keeps them available to the conversation. It keeps them like like when Kyrie Irving, when he talked about when they were playing in the bubble, that maybe they shouldn't play at all. I was like, that's the absolute wrong thing to do. Take yourself out of the limelight and people sticking microphones in your faces. That way you can bring light to whatever subject that you want to talk about, whether I like it or dislike it, as long as you are being true to yourself and doing that, then I think that, you know, the shut up and dribble thing, no, don't shut up and dribble, but but still dribble. That way you still have a, a voice and a, and a way to communicate whatever it is that your cause is. So um, Brittany Griner's manager said she would never have been detained if she hadn't had to supplement her income. So now let's talk about America and what they pay uh, their WNBA players. How about that, Tiffany? Um, yeah, women's sports. I think women make, uh, what, 75 cents for um, every dollar that a man makes and black women make that much less. Uh, but at the end of the day, she went to college. She chose to play basketball. Um, I, I think she has a four-year degree from Baylor. Um, if the cost benefit isn't there for playing sports, certainly she could have taken a job in maybe the private sector or been an entrepreneur. Um, I'm sure that coming out of this, I'm sure she'll do some basketball camps and things of that nature. But I mean, the pay equity with the NBA versus the WNBA, I mean, that's I mean, that's a tangent to, to the conversation, I think. Yeah, because- Kim, she knew what she was getting into when she joined the WNBA. And as Tiffany said, she has a degree. She could have chosen a different field. Is that her fault or is that uh, the owners of the WNBA or the NBA fault? So I, don't, I don't think there's a fault anywhere, but I do think it is a choice. I mean, I don't think you have to go to Russia. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of financial opportunities to go. But I, I don't think that for me, that's not a viable really reason if she didn't want to make more money, she wouldn't be in Russia. I just think she should be, she should have come home. I think that we've talked about it before, the the, the pay difference in the WNBA and the NBA, it's a different conversation. It's about TV revenue and dollars and money in and money out. And so it's not just based on, they should get paid more, paid more based on what's the revenue pool. So I think those are different conversations. And I, I will agree with Tiffany a little bit on, she didn't have to go to Russia. That's a choice to go in and play, but she shouldn't be penalized and held captive because she did. Right. On average, an NBA player makes about 44 times, yes, 44 yeah. times more than a WNBA player. King, how do you feel about this? Um, I think it's unfortunate that that is, and I think that we as a community and also the WNBA and NBA should advocate more for a better um 
income for our players, especially that they're representing us as America. But um, to the point of Tiffany and Kim, you know, it was to her discretion to go to Russia. It was under her discretion. And I think that, you know, you should be familiar with everything you need to know about Russia or any other country or continent you may go to uh, before going out there. Although it was a mistake and she did not know about it being in her bag. But um, I just think that you just need to be more aware of what's going on in your surroundings. Yeah. I think George did on that too. when he said about like not shutting up and dribble, but just dribbling. And I think that when you travel outside the United States and you're doing your job in unforeseen circumstances, I don't know if she knew that the vape device was in her bag or not, but when you put yourself in a situation where you're traveling for work and you can't even do your work, that's a whole other conversation. And that's very spot on to, you know, if you're here to dribble, then why aren't you dribbling? She was on the way back. She'd already finished. See, see, when it comes to the pay disparity, and I say this as a person who has advocated for the U.S. women's national team to even at times make more than than the men because they have performed better, created more revenue and all of that stuff. But I do think that comparing the men's salaries to the women with WNBA is is a lazy conversation because it's based upon revenues. As long as the percentages that they get based upon the, uh, based upon the revenue, that that's pretty uh, standard across the board, then that's there. But the larger conversation about women's sports, because my, my dad was a women's coach. My, my sisters played in college. It is not the fact that the revenue is not there. It is that the fact that the, that there was not access for it to be on television and people didn't believe that men or people wanted to watch women's sports. But now that it's on television more, people have seen that that women's tennis, that it has outrated the men at times and women's basketball in particular. Their ratings are growing. The game is growing. If and you the look U.S. At the soccer WM- team. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the WNBA is 20 years to what, 20, 25 years old. The NBA was almost shutting down at 20 or 25 years. So I think that giving women, putting them on that platform and allowing the game to grow from the time that they're young will actually increase the uh, visibility and people wanting to watch it because it's proven. You know, you you bring up a very uh, good point here, which brings me to a question. Do you think that Brittany Griner being in, in a Russian prison will bring more viewers to the WNBA, more fans to the WNBA. Are more people going to be watching Brittany Griner and Mercury? Um, are more people going to be watching the WNBA? And will, if so, will it just be for a moment and then dwindle away? King, what are your thoughts? I Yes, um, I think it's going to bring more eyes, just like with any scandal or anything that's interesting to America. America is based off of Let's just quote unquote the ratchet culture that's right now. And, you know, anything that is dramafied or something that's a, a talking point, it is. And that's why, you know, uh, she made a statement that, you know, we'll be seeing her very soon on the courts and stuff like that. Why wouldn't we? That's going to bring numbers. It's going to bring more revenue. It's going to bring more eyes. Everyone's going to be, you know, having a, a, a magnifying glass on her to see what she does, see what she says. If she's going to salute to the flag, you know, there's a lot of things that people are waiting for to happen to wait. So, yes, I do believe that it's going to bring a lot more attention and more revenue to the WNBA. Don't be calling me out. Krishan Rock is one of my favorite uh, reality show people right now. Um, oh, good <laughs> Lord, have mercy. 
<laughs> George, what are your thoughts on this? Will will she bring more fans to the WNBA now? Uh, I, I think that initially that there will be an initial push, but the WNBA doesn't season doesn't start till basically next spring. So this is quite a ways away. I think. But won't we be biting our fingers just waiting to see Brittany Griner take the court for the first uh, time? Yes. And and that's where I say it will increase on the short term because people will want to see her, see how she plays and then see what she has to say after. I think that that's where that the game can grow. But if they're putting a good product on there, then that is what can grow the game after the initial bump. Tiffany. What America wants to see, Brittany, yes, certainly if that's your profession playing basketball, please welcome back to the court. But America is going to be watching her. She's under a microscope. You know, like mm. King said, is she going to be out there for the pledge uh, for the national anthem? Is her hand going to be over her heart? Is she, going to show, is she going to show America that she is truly grateful that we did this lopsided oh, exchange? Oh, my God. She has always been. She has always been pro-America. Hold on. She's show the yeah. people of America that she... Well, she also says she's going to fight for Paul Wheeler. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold that she, thought. I got to go to commercial break, but Tiffany, you done stepped on some clothes right now, girl. We'll be right back. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. The Business of Being Black today is Brittany Griner's release. Was it a fair trade? Before we left, we talked about Brittany Griner uh, boosting the fans of the WNBA just because of this prisoner or this prison time that she spent in Russia. Uh, and Tiffany said that Brittany Griner will be watched like a hawk, y'all. They're going to be watching her like a hawk. <laughs> Will she stand for the pledge? Will she come outside for the pledge? What is her take on America now that she has been released by President Joe Biden? Listen, um, a lot of people were upset with Brittany Griner, and especially because of her release, because, um, be because of some things that uh, she had going on. Obviously, she's black. She's a woman. She's a lesbian. She's tattooed up. She um, stayed in the locker room when it was time for the national anthem. So are we going to be seeing if she puts one little dot, if she taps one little dot on her pinky toe? Will we be watching for that? That is the question. Just how closely will she be watched now? And what does she think of America now? I can't imagine that... Um, it changes her perspective of America because um, America is the same America today as when she left, George. Yeah. Okay. Oh my Lord. When, when, when that conversation comes up, is she going to be a true patriot and put her hand over her heart? Like what? She's been on record saying that she loves America. She's just like me and like most other black Americans. We are Americans. We, we don't even know what our heritage is. This is, our country. This is our country built on our backs. 
So the idea, and because her protest of the national anthem was about the unjust killing of Breonna Taylor and there being no justice for Breonna at the time. And then, and she was like, we need to actually get a new national anthem because, because we just ignored a racist third verse about hunting down rebel slaves. So the idea that now she is, that, that she must defend her patriotism, she must show she loves America. Well, well, uh, I, I guess, I guess the showing it that you love America, is it, it, it's fine if you're tearing up the damn Capitol building, if you're doing all of that, if you're trying to tear down the country, yeah, that's fine. You're showing you're an American. This country was built upon protest. The uh, the American Revolutionary War was about protest with Britain, unfair tax. The Civil War was about protest, about slavery and states' rights. This country was founded on protest. And the idea that we would then not want people to protest after our servicemen and women are out there fighting and dying for our rights, and then you want people to not use them? That's the most un-American thing possible. So yes, she should continue to try to fight for other people's rights and for her own Tiffany, while still you look being like, an American. Look, looks like, Tiffany, you have something to say. So all I'm asking is that perhaps just show America, I'm so happy to be home. I understand that there's some controversy about the exchange, but just show us that you got justice, unlike yes. Brianna, unlike George Floyd. Are you saying show that us she should shut up and dribble, Tiffany? No, I'm just saying, okay. hey, pause and be grateful to a nation that brought you home. That's what all. does that look like to you? What, what does, does like? showing your grateful look yeah. like to you? What that looks like? like recognizing. Did she tattoo the American flag on her arm? I wouldn't. I, I think that's a great first step. I think that's a great first step. <laughs> now listen, that whole. Go ahead, Kim. Go ahead. Kim. Let's not ask things of Brittany that we don't ask of other people who are released. She's already talked about how grateful she is. And I. Everything that George just said, the protest, listen, two things can be true. You can protest something and you can also be very much a patriot. I think two things can be true. She's already said one of the things I'm going to do moving forward is fight for all Americans to be released and come home. I don't know what else it is that we want her to do. What does that look like? Is she going to write some strongly worded letters? What is well, she what going to look like to be a good patriot? What is it to stand for the national anthem, to uh, to put a flag outside of your house? To if do she's going to use her celebrity, since we talked about that, to try to make a point to bring other Americans home. You can sponsor. I, I want to get King in on this real quick. King, go ahead. It, should she be I careful think, when she comes home? I just think home? that it will be a, I, I just think that I'm not asking her to do anything. I just want her to live her beautiful life and do what she needs to do. And that's going to be a true American. If she does what she needs to do and does it rightfully is what I'm asking for her to do, right? Play the sport that she wants to play, live her life, get married, whatever it is that she wants to do. I mean, she's already married, but just do whatever and just be a, active American in this life. If you say you're going to actively fight for the other 60 detainees, make sure you're doing that. I hope you're using your platform to make sure that you are taking a political stance. But I do agree with Tiffany. It will be a slap in our face if, let's say, the first game comes and she's still in the locker room when the, the national anthem comes on. That's just my opinion, though. Oh, I, I think that there are some optics to it. But isn't and that isn't that her right to do that? Yeah, it is her right. It is her right. right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely her right, but there are some optics to it. And you do need to make sure that you are not necessarily not being inflammatory, but that that you are 
making sure that people clearly understand that both things are true, that I'm standing out here for the national anthem. I'm so appreciative that you brought me home. So you believe she should stay, you believe she should, she should be a hand over heart for the national anthem. I don't know about all of that, but, 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 but there's a difference. You believe she shouldn't be in the locker room. Yeah. I would, uh, under these circumstances, I personally, I would not stay in the locker room. George, tell us about your YouTube channel and the unafraid show, please. Oh, yeah. So you guys can hear me uh, every day, Monday through Friday, Sirius XM, mon um, on the uh, Mad Dog Sports Radio, 9 to 12 p.m. And the unafraidshow.com. You can find all sorts of articles and everything. George Reister on YouTube. You can find it where we have these conversations and all of this about sports and about the people and the political things involved in it. Thank you, King. The Royal Couch live concert and the upcoming award show. Yes, yes, yes. January 30th, we have the first The Royal Couch concert and award show where I've had interviewed over a thousand guests on my show. And I have some of the uh, some of my artists coming on to perform, give highlights to people that have contributed and blessed me on my journey. And you can also catch me on um, The Royal Couch Unplugged on Hits 92.3 and The Royal Couch here on Instagram. All right. I, I need I need my producers to count my guests. I don't know. I don't think I've reached a thousand guests yet. King. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tiffany, the mouthwash talk show and why you are running for the 2023 city council in Indiana. Yes. Um, so every Tuesday night at 9 p.m., although I'm not on tonight because I'm in Miami, uh, it's political discourse. We have a Democrat, a Republican and a libertarian. I, as the Republican, I'm often the voice of reason. So check us out. We're on Facebook at the Mouthwash Show. And I'm also running for city council at large in Fishers, Indiana, just outside of Indianapolis. I've lived there for 15 years. I love my community. It's the fifth safest place to live in the United States. We have a wonderful police chief. We have great amenities. And I'm just looking forward to making it better and uh, contributing because uh, uh, community service is really big to me. Um, my Family's done community service. Uh, we were in the military going back to the Revolutionary War. Loved what King said earlier about not necessarily knowing our background, but this is truly. Can I leave my door open in Fishers, Indiana? Go to the store, yeah. come back. Oh my gosh, yeah, I don't even. Well, Kim, Kim, what can I you wouldn't tell say us? that on TV, lady. Kim, what can you tell us about Chalk Talk and Kim Treats, please? Oh, Chalk Talk is a weekly show where I have these kind of conversations and more with live guests. I'll invite some of you guys to join me every Tuesday live. And then I do local TV here in Houston as well. Uh, Kimmy Treats is my other little business. I do vegan popcorn and organic body butter and a great vinaigrette. You can find it on KimmyTreats.com. But check out Chalk Talk. You'll have. I think you'll have fun and, and learn some stuff there. Thank you always, as always, Tammy, for having me. It's been fun hanging out with you guys today. Yeah, um, great conversation. And I need some of that, uh, that, that you said dressing? Was it a vinaigrette? Vinaigrette, cilantro that vinaigrette. Good. That sounds tasty for the holidays. It like vinaigrette on my salad. That <laughs> is the business of being black with Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. Thank you all for joining in on the conversation. Bye.